All right. So I'm just going to wait for a couple people to get on today, but so excited to do some group coaching with you guys. A lot of exciting stuff going on in the real estate world. All right. Well, I think, you know, we got, we got a couple people on, so why don't we just go ahead and, uh, kick this thing off. So first I just want to start off by saying that this is a very special group to me and there were over 3,500 people that wanted to join uh, this private Facebook group and we only let in 1,800. So, you know, about half made it. Um, so for those of you that made it, I wanted to say thank you. You showed us you were serious. You filled out the application. You made some videos. You shared where you're at with the journey. Um, and I just wanted to say we, we appreciate you guys and really putting in the work and that's why you're here. The other half, they didn't want to take that first step and they didn't make it into this group. Um, and this group is really a place for us to learn, to teach, to educate, to motivate, to inspire and re really use the group. You know, I have found a lot of success in my life through networking, through learning, through trying, through meeting new people. Like honestly, every time you meet someone new, they have a little bit of information that you might not have, right? So then you start stacking that information piece by piece by piece. And next thing you know, you have all the knowledge that you need to become successful at whatever it is that you're trying to do. So make sure you're networking within the group, ask the questions, ask for help, and just find that find this as a place to really inspire and help each other because you know community is number one because you know like i said last week the journey of a real estate investor can be a lonely journey because not everybody understands the mindset uh, that it takes to be a success in this industry so make sure you guys are networking talking and uh, really helping each other out um and then also i wanted to congratulate uh some of the new students we have in the founders 50 We've had our first group come in. We're taking calls right now. We have quite a few signed up and I'm just so excited to be working with you guys that are part of the Founders 50. So that is just something I wanted to share with everyone. Um, and with all of that being said, let's go ahead and start our Q&A this morning. So you guys listen, be curious. No such thing as a dumb question. So just ask me anything you want, almost anything you want. Um, so let's kick it off. Put your question in the chat and uh, let's let's start answering some questions. All right, let's start with Aisha. For a flip, is it better to do lender financing or hard money financing? Well, hard money is a lender. Um, it's just a different type of lender. Uh, typically, if you're going into a fix and fix fix and flip property, if it's in pretty pretty bad shape, you know you can't go to Bank of America or Chase and get a normal loan. A lot of times, you have to go to a hard money lender. So I think working with hard money lenders is a great idea, uh, as well as private money lenders. Uh, here is one from Caleb Cruz. After I save up enough money through wholesaling, what do you think I should do next? That is actually a great question. So real estate investing is a process. So if you came to me today and said, Tarek, I have no money, okay? I need to make money. I would say, okay, you got to start off wholesaling. You want to wholesale to start building your capital. And then once you get that money, you can go to the next stage with that. At that point, that would be flipping. You could go ahead and now you have the capital. You can flip the house. And then once you start doing more flips and you have even more money, you start keeping those properties as rentals. And that's where wealth creation begins through passive income properties. So buying rental properties, apartment buildings, any type of commercial real estate, it's the best thing you can do to create long-term wealth. And over time, real estate always appreciates, right? So buy an asset, it, you said it, you forget it, you wait and just give it some time. We all we all know a friend or family member that 
they just inherited a house or got a house that was bought 30, 40 years ago for 25 grand and it's worth a million bucks today. So imagine you buy 20, 30 houses now. Imagine where that's going to be in 10 or 20 years. All right. Um, Christy, good morning, Christy. When starting out, how do you keep all of the properties straight? Um, you know, there's so many different CRMs out there that can help you manage and organize things. You know, personally, I use uh, Salesforce, but that's a pretty uh, you know, extensive software company. But honestly, just find a, a CRM uh, system that you like and that's understandable to you. Uh, and that's where I would get started. So, so find a good CRM. Okay, Bessie, interested in wholesaling, but not sure where to start. Well, you're in the right place. You know, wholesaling is just finding, you know, finding deals and putting them together with a third party buyer. And then the way to wholesale properties could be through uh, calling campaigns, texting campaigns, door knocking campaigns, networking with real estate agents, sending postcards. I mean, there are so many things you can do uh, to generate leads. And we go over all these different things uh, in the program and really break it down on a detailed level. But, you know, for wholesaling, it's just about generating those leads. And there are just so many great ways uh, to generate leads, especially with off market properties. And, and those are going to be a lot of times the best properties to wholesale. All right, Michelle Melendez. Do I see George Sargent on there? Oh my gosh, hold on, George. I'll get to your question. Uh, what is the best way to determine what is the best way to determine what your market should be? You know, that's kind of a personal question. You know, typically it's always best to start on your home turf. You know, so if it was me, wherever you are, I would pick a two-hour radius around your home, and that's the market I'd go after to start. Uh, and that would be my suggestion there. All right, this is from Cheyenne Jackson. I haven't got anything clo close down wholesale-wise in Colorado. Do we think we should look into other markets? Colorado is a great market. So instead of saying what's wrong with the market, you have to question what you're doing, right? Because there are people all day, every day in Colorado right now doing a ton of business. So it's not about the market, it's about what you're doing in the market. So make sure you're working on the right things to generate the leads to get those deals. And then we have George Sargent. So George Sargent here. What's up, George? In high school, this was my friend's dad. My friend's name was George, and his dad was George, too. So we got George Sargent's dad, and uh, we've known each other a real long time. So it's, it's good to see you here, George. Okay. Uh-oh. Did I lose this? No. I. Uh, one second, everybody. These uh, 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 questions are flying. Um Uh, Aisha, how often is enrollment in homeschooled? You know, that, that depends right now where you're doing the Founders 50. Are we still taking calls for that or is that already booked up? Yeah, I can put the link in, yeah. Okay, we'll put the link in right now. We're starting off with the Founders 50. We have people signing up right now. Uh, and that newest program is going to be kicking off in the next uh, two weeks. Uh, so I'm super excited to, to dive into that one. Okay. When wholesaling it, and when wholesaling, is it best to find investors first or property? Uh, I would say start working on both at the same time. Um, but typically, what we'll do is 
we'll find the property, but we have a database of investors. But once you find a property, that's where you really hone in and you go after those investors. And the, the best investors to go after are investors who have been buying in that local market. And you can get the information uh, of who's buying through different software services, title companies and things like that. Once you find out who's buying in the area, you need to go skip trace them, get the information, the phone number, call them and just say, hey, I saw you, you just flipped 123 Main Street a couple months ago. I just listed 127 Main Street. Are you interested? Uh, a lot of times if someone flipped a house in a neighborhood, they're very happy to flip more. George, uh, can you get into school? I think you can, buddy. Uh, go ahead and click that link that was just posted in there called Founders 50 Application. Um, and then we'll see what we can do. Absolutely. Uh, this is from Tara. What is the Founders 50? I'm not sure why homeschool students were invited. Uh, the Founders 50 is, is homeschooled uh, students. Uh, this is the new program we're rolling out where we're going to have live coaching with me and some other things. Um, so if that's something that's interesting, uh, you can go ahead and click that link and the application's in there. Uh, Cheyenne, do I buy in Denver? Not yet. That is definitely on my list. But just so all of you guys know, I'm, I, I, if you guys want to partner with Tarek on deals, I'm more than happy to partner with you. You know, Cheyenne, an example of that is if you had, if you said, Tarek, I got no money, but I found a deal. I want to partner with you. Uh, if the deal looked good, I'd go ahead and, and partner on you uh, on that deal with you. So just know you guys have a partner if you find some good deals. There it is. Big smiley face. And like I said at the opening of the call, you know, we had 3,500 people trying to join this group and we only accepted about 1800 so far and the ones that we accepted are the ones who actually put in the work followed the instructions went through the process and really showed that they were serious about becoming a real estate investor because we just want the most motivated positive exceptional people in this community because this is really a place for us to learn grow motivate enhance emulate like all the things that we want to do in life all right a fly in my face. See that? Like Ninja Chop. Uh, yeah, I do work with wholesalers quite a bit, actually. So we, we do buy uh, houses from wholesalers and we also wholesale quite a few deals. And then we also flip houses. So, you know, that's the great thing about real estate. Once you acquire a contract, you have many options, right? You get a seller to sign a contract. You can wholesale it. You can flip it. You can keep it as a rental. So you have so many different options. All right, Aaron, nice to have you live today. All right. Karen, I'd love to partner with you too. Let's get out there. Let's find some deals. All right, Karen, you joined the Founders 50. Super excited. And it's my home turf, Southern California. So I cannot wait to kick this thing off, guys. I am so excited, Karen. I can't even tell you. So I'm like chomping at the bit over here to get started. I think we're less than two weeks away. And then I'll, I'll just throw this out there. I don't know if you guys have saw my, my posting on social media, uh, but on November 5th, we are having a homeschooled live event and it is going to be an action-packed day. And doesn't matter where you're at in the country, you can hop on a plane, you can get a hotel, but I'm telling you, 
the energy in the room is unbelievable. So like if you are ready to take your real estate investing career to the next level, you got to check out the event November 5th. It's going to be a full day of fun and training. I'm going to be there with you guys live all day long, uh, as well as some of our other homeschooled coaches. So it's just going to be nonstop fun and education. Uh, and then at night we have a VIP dinner. I think the VIP dinner sold out. I can't say 100%. Um, so when you're registering for the event, um, get that information. But November 5th is the live event. And maybe we can put uh, a link in the chat here. Um, if you want to submit deals that you're interested in partnering on, uh, you can go to targbuyshouses.com and um, just send us an email with the deal and what you're looking to do and, and we'll get back to you. Yeah, and then I have a bunch of free ebooks and documents in the group. So if you go look at some prior postings, there is a lot of incredible information in there. Like it's so good, guys. You got to check it out. Seriously, read it, study it, learn it. And, and that's how you're going to get to where you want to go. Okay. Oh, and there's the link, the live training day. So make sure you guys check that out. That's going to be a whole bunch of fun. Uh Lisa, you joined the Founders 52. All right, I'm so excited to kick this thing off. In two weeks, we're going to be live together. So I hope you're ready. I hope you're ready. You better go through every single post I've done, start studying, start reading, because we're going to kick this thing off in a fast way. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to find success. I'm telling you, we're going to make it happen. That's the, that's the website, Karen, targbuyshouses.com. I find houses all day, but afraid to reach out to the realtor and put in an asking price. Any advice? You guys, I mean, I, I don't know what it's going to take, but you need to be unstoppable. Your goals, your dreams need to be bigger than your fears. That's what I'm saying. You have to be in the mindset that you are going to do whatever it takes to be a success with real estate. So get past your fear, pick up the phone, talk to those agents, submit those offers. It doesn't matter the result. If you put in the work, if you take the action, you're going to create the opportunity. The, 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 the one thing that prevents people is that they never get started. It's always hardest at the beginning. So I'm telling you, start making those calls, start writing those offers. You have nothing to lose. Don't be embarrassed about anything. There are thousands, if not millions of people all around the country, all around the world, practicing real estate investing, calling people, networking people, texting people. So like Nike says, Amanda, just freaking do it. Just do it. No fear. Uh, this is from Michelle. So when you hear of a deal, what would be the next step? Uh, the second I hear of a deal, the first step is submitting an offer based on how much I think it's going to cost me to fix up a house. So before you do anything, you get that offer over. Once you have a signed contract, that's when you're going to call the contractor, walk the property, get a bid on the house. If the bid comes in where your numbers were, then you're probably pretty good. If the bid comes in higher than where your numbers were, that might give you an opportunity to try to negotiate the price down. If you can't negotiate the price down and the numbers don't work, you cancel the deal. If the seller's motivated and they accept a lower price, you got yourself a house.
uh, on wholesale deals, uh, the wholesaler typically will not be getting the title insurance. That's going to be between the buyer and the seller. <clears throat> um, I believe on tardbuyshouses.com, you can be added to our wholesale list. Um, so go ahead, check out the website. How do you figure comps if there aren't any recent sales in rural areas? You know, a lot of times you might have to go a little bit further outside the area. Uh, what I typically do is I go back in time. So like if I was looking at a place today in a, a rural area and I found a comp from a year and a half ago, I would say the value today is probably similar to a year and a half ago because since then, a year and a half it went up and then we've seen an adjustment already a little bit down. So I would say you can go back further in time. And if you and if you really can't find numbers, you know, just just write a lower offer. And if that still doesn't work, go find a different property. No, I don't. I don't deal with Freddie Mac or Fannie Mae. No. How do you find GCs that can drop everything and meet you at a property to get a bid ASAP? Well, that takes time. I'm able to do that because of the relationships I've built over the years. Um, at the beginning, you're just going to have to put in a lot of work, talk to a lot of contractors until you find one that's that's a team player that's willing to to really help you accomplish your goals. <clears throat> uh, how often is enrollment to homeschooled? Uh, good question. You know, that's kind of a case by case. But right now we just opened up the new founders 50. We're taking on 50 more students. Uh, so if you want to get involved, right now is the opportunity uh, because we have some spots left. Uh, Katrina, the website, uh, the website for my company uh, is targbuyshouses.com. But if you scroll up in the chat, we put in some links in there so you can find uh, the mentorship link. Uh, or the Founders 50 link, and then you can also find uh, the Targvice Houses link. <clears throat> All right. Any more questions, guys? I'm talking so fast today, aren't I? You got to move fast, by the way. It's key to success. <clears throat> uh, Nikki, is there any type of neighborhood or flip that sticks out in your mind to avoid? Uh, yeah, I'm going to give you an example. Many years ago, I went to Detroit <clears throat> and I thought, man, I can buy so many houses for like $10,000. But then here's what I figured out. In Detroit, I can buy the house for $10,000. It would cost me $100,000 to fix it up. So now I've now spent $110,000. But because the market was so depressed, it was only worth $80,000. So there are areas in the country where you actually lose money trying to fix up these houses. So Make sure, make sure you're at a price point that justifies you being there and that can give you a solid return on investment. And flipping a $150,000 house is the same amount of work as flipping a $500,000 house. Uh, you're just typically going to make more money with the higher price tag. Uh, what's the difference between the Founders 50 and Homeschooled? Uh, Founders 50 is a part of Homeschooled. It's just a different program within Homeschooled. Uh, so that's a special program that we have that we just announced.
Uh, Courtney, you're very welcome. Eddie, I know... Uh, sorry, I don't fully understand the question, Eddie. Uh, how do you gauge the current market as it relates to rates and prices dropping? Oh, good question. Well, uh, we are definitely in a riskier market, and this is why it's important to really know what you're doing, and that's why you guys are here. So there's money to be made in every real estate market. Um, different challenges during different times. When the prices are going up, you have so much competition because everybody's trying to flip houses. Prices are going down, you have less competition, but then you have the fear of losing money because of the market. So there are always challenges in flipping houses, but you know, with the rates going up and the market conditions we're in, this is where speed is everything. So you wanna get in and out as fast as properties as humanly possible. And if you don't want any risk when it comes to losing value because of the market, you can always wholesale. You're not actually owning real estate, which means you're not losing money if the market shifts. Shalom, yeah, I think it's I think it's a great place to get started. Yes. Yvette, how do you get better at assessing foundations and other structural challenges? Uh, you know, honestly, to this day, I couldn't tell you if a foundation repair is going to cost me thirty thousand or if it's going to cost me eighty thousand. You know, you just don't know, uh, and that's why I bring in experts. You know, so make sure that if you're buying a property with foundation issues, uh, you bring in a foundation expert to make sure it's uh, structurally sound. How do you know which investors are good or bad? I'm not sure what that means. I'm not sure what that means, sorry. Okay, this is from Brandon. I know it's an excuse. Thank you for acknowledging that, Brandon. Um, but the fear we have is not finding a good GC or having a GC not finish and fail on completion. Is there a networking group you recommend to find good GCs in your area? You know, I, I don't know of like net, networking groups specifically. I mean, I'm sure there are different groups on Facebook, but it's really about networking. You know, if, if I were you, I would uh, find properties that were flipped in your local market. I would contact the real estate agent that represented the home. I would I would ask who the contractor was. I would try to get that contractor's information and and you know if they flipped a different house in the area, they could probably flip your house. So the type of contractors you want aren't the custom remodel, the kitchen and bath people, the addition people. You know, the type of contractors you want are the contractors that work with real estate investors. Okay. One second, everybody. you can do that after. Yeah, thank you. All right. Um, all right, Carrie, I'm so happy you applied. I look forward to working with you. We're kicking this thing off in two weeks. Uh, Corona area, George, that's a great market. I love buying in Corona. I still buy in Corona. I flipped so many houses in Corona. Uh, great place to start. Uh, Abraham, do you buy land? Um, well, we just purchased a huge parcel of land in Surprise, Arizona, where we're going to be building a self-storage facility that holds boats, RVs, and it's also, also two-story AC-cooled for uh, regular storage. So that project's going to be over 200,000 square feet. So I'm super excited about that. Um, and I don't know if any of you on here are accredited investors, but if you are, 
uh, my company, TEM Capital, uh, you can actually partner with us and buy these deals with us. So if you are an accredited investor and you want to partner with me on some deals, um, go to temcapital.co uh, and maybe someone can put that in the chat. Is it possible to flip houses with a full-time job? Absolutely. When I first started flipping houses, my full-time job was a real estate agent, uh, which they sound similar, but they are two different businesses. So yes, you can absolutely do it. This is from Carrie. I'm in the San Diego market. I see some deals that have unpermitted rooms or additions. Should I avoid these types of properties? You shouldn't avoid them, uh, but just make sure you're paying the right price. So if a house has an addition that's not permitted, the city's probably gonna make you tear that down. So that is not livable square footage. And when you write your offer, you have to make sure you put in the expense to take down that unpermitted addition and the expense to put the house back together. This is Jeff, as an investor, is it better to deal with a realtor in Florida on wholesaling or go at it alone? I have five flips under my belt. Um, if you're asking if you should hire a, a realtor to go find deals for you, the odds of that happening are pretty close to zero because if they were able to do it, they'd probably be doing it themselves because that's the hard part of the business. It's finding the deals. So every agent's gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna go find you a deal because they're excited to go on the MLS and find you a fixer upper. But if you want to get the best deals, you know, you hit them the same day they get on the market, you pick up the phone, you call the listing agent yourself, or you go after off-market properties. Now you did, Brandon, you did acknowledge that excuse. Hey, we all have excuses. I make them too. Do you also hire a contractor for your properties or do you contract some? I hire a contractor uh, for all of my properties. My focus is being a real estate investor, uh, not getting involved in the construction world. So I've, I hire generals on all my projects. Uh, this is from Amanda. How does one become an accredited investor? Uh, I believe to be qualified as an accredited investor, you have to have a yearly income of 200,000 or a joint income of 300,000 or a net worth of a million dollars outside of your primary residence. Uh, but of course, go online and verify that information. <clears throat> Alessandra, how do you find out if a property has unpermitted additions? You know, a lot of times when you walk the property, you can tell when things aren't permitted. Uh, another thing you want to do is check, check the tax records. What is the square footage on the tax records? Um, if you're getting a loan, they're probably going to be an appraisal that might be measuring out the square footage. And if that square footage is different than the square footage on the tax roll, that's another sign. Uh, talk to the homeowner, talk to the agent, talk to the contractor. You remember, be a detective, get answers to your questions, ask everybody. Uh, do we check on the additions with the city before purchasing? Yeah, absolutely. We do. Do you get an investor before putting in an offer? If you're looking to buy and flip it, yes, you do. If you're looking to wholesale it, no, you don't. But again, if you found a deal today and you needed to find an investor, you got one sitting right here. So go out there and find some deals. You have a buyer. Uh, this is from Dennis. What are your thoughts on the best way to get started 
on um, on finding off-market properties. Really simple, a lot of work, calling targeted lists, texting targeted lists, and sending handwritten letters to targeted lists to people that are most likely in a situation where they want to sell fast. That's from Brandon again. Uh, I'm a realtor out here in Arizona, and I got two more questions, guys, then I got to go film. Uh, I'm a, re a realtor out here in Arizona. When you flipped homes, did you do it as a realtor to get the Cobro commission on the back end so that you can use for the flip by chance? Uh, let me read that again. Uh, I mean, sometimes I would go in and buy a deal and get the commission. But what I found, uh, if I let the listing agent get the commission, a lot of times I ended up getting deals that I probably wouldn't have got if I tried to take a commission. So typically I don't take a commission. Good morning, Daniel. Daniel's great, guys. Reach out. Give him a call. Okay. All right, guys. Well, I, I have to go head out to filming right now. I had a great time with everyone. So excited about this group. So excited about this uh, Founders 50. And other than that, guys, I had such a great time today. I hope you guys learned a ton. And I will see you on the next one.